Shalom, Salam, and welcome to the History of the Land of Israel podcast. I am Shail Ben Ephraim, and I welcome you to the one podcast with the guts to survey the most provocative historical narrative in the world. Let's start with who owns the land of Israel. Everything about this part of the world is controversial, even the name. To me, this part of the world is the land of Israel, or Eretz Israel. It was known as Canaan for centuries, and over the past 2,000 years, it has been most commonly known as Palestine. Behind many of the arguments about this tiny strip of land is the question of ownership. The state of Israel today claims sovereignty over most, though not all, of the land in question. Meanwhile, others deny that right and claim that the Palestinians have a stronger claim to the land. Attempts to tell the promised land story are inexorably caught up in these political questions of ownership. Therefore, the area's history is often used as a tool in these struggles. But how many people truly know the story of this land as it has unfolded over the millennia? I certainly do not. This podcast aims to give the most complete overview of the entire history of the land ever attempted. By the end of this journey, both myself and anyone foolish enough to listen to my ramblings should have a better idea of what it entails. But I would like to say something very important. The specific historical details are essential, but they're not more important than any person's human rights. Anyone born in the land has the right to call it home, regardless of race, religion, opinion, gender, or any other distinction. No historical detail, no matter how significant, counters that fact, at least in my personal opinion. And now, a little bit about myself. It wouldn't be courteous of me not to introduce myself, right? So, I was born in Jerusalem and spent most of my life in Israel. I have a PhD and postdoc, which I dedicated to study of Israel, and have taught dozens of courses on modern Israel. So I'm relatively qualified to talk about the region, but mostly the modern uh, region. I'll have to do a lot of research and learn a lot in order to start this uh, podcast. So I'll often get things wrong, even about periods that I supposedly am an expert on. Therefore, I want to start a conversation with my listeners. I want you to tell me what I've gotten wrong, or what comments you have, or what you think about the podcast in general. So look for our uh, podcast on Twitter and on Facebook, and possibly on other forms of social media as I go along. I'll see. Tell me what you like or don't like, or what comments you have. Now, the struggle over the land of Israel is very genuine to me. I grew up a few minutes from downtown Jerusalem, not far from the old city either. The bus I took to get downtown blew up four times when I was a kid. I knew both Arabs and Jews killed in the conflict. I know the hatred and the fear and understand why both sides have trouble overcoming distrust. But the Holy Land is so much more than just conflict, and we're going to see that. There's a fantastic amount of genuine diversity in the country, in the past and in the present. I grew up near the Greek and Scottish churches, not far from the Armenian quarter. I could often hear Muazin's prayer. Uh, Jerusalem's a city where you can see Ethiopian priests regularly rub shoulders with Orthodox Jews. And it isn't just the capital city that's like that. 
the rich mosaic of history in this land is irrepressible and undeniable. The wide array of cultures makes a mockery of the idea that the land belongs to any one people. The area is far too rich and far too complex for that kind of idea. Despite my personal experiences and studies, the country's history is to a great degree a black box to me. I know what I was told about the history when I went to school in Israel. We were taught that the land belonged to the Jews and always has. I got more nuance when I went to Hebrew University. Same idea, generally speaking. I know what the Palestinians claim, that they're indigenous to the land and it is rightfully theirs. But what does any of that even mean? How can someone own a piece of land? What makes one claim stronger than the other? Do the historical facts really conform to a notion that simplistic? Probably not. If historical research has taught me anything, it's that reality doesn't come in simple, digestible narratives. There were people in the Promised Land before and after the Jews. People came to Palestine before and after the Arabs as well. But many of us are fuzzy in the exact details, years, and facts surrounding this controversial piece of land. Some of that is ignorance, and some of that is propaganda. We're going to try to clear all that up and get to the reality underneath it all. So what will we be doing in this podcast? First, I'll start with what I won't do. That's always a lot easier. I will not be building a grand narrative to justify one claim over the other. Some of you may find this frustrating, and I apologize in advance, but I won't be cherry-picking history to justify or discredit Zionism. There's plenty of facts out there that you can arrange in any way that you want. Instead, I want to create a clear and concise chronology of the history of the Holy Land. Who lived there, and when? What kind of cultures did they have? How did they rule? What did they believe? How did different groups interact, and what changed over time? How did the geography of the land shift, and how did that shape the societies that have called it home? These are the sorts of questions I'm interested in addressing. Now, you might also ask why I'm recording this podcast. After all, aren't there a million podcasts online already? Yes, there are far more podcasts than you could ever hope to consume. Unfortunately, many of them are dumpster fires. Some of them, however, are genuinely excellent. Some of my personal favorites tell the story of a particular part of the world over time. Perhaps the most famous is the British History Podcast, which has exam examined the British Isles and its inhabitants chronologically over the years. Others have followed, like the French History Podcast, the History of China, and many more. As an Israeli, I look for a similar show about the Holy Land, but couldn't find one. There are plenty of podcasts about modern Israel, the Bible, Judaism, and different eras. But not a single podcast looks at the history of the land itself in a long, chronological view. I think this is a real shame. There are reasons to pursue an in-depth history of the region. After all, it isn't just Jews and Arabs interested in these questions. The land seems to loom large in the imagination of a large section of the world's population, especially anyone related to the large monotheistic religions in a cultural way. If the region is so important to so many people, there must be a reason for it, right? Well, yes, but in many ways, the Holy Land has been comparatively peripheral to the main thrust of events on the global stage throughout the vast majority of its history. Sometimes it has been completely irrelevant. 
Indeed, it has never housed a truly significant political power. Instead, it has been the home of also-ran kingdoms or relatively unimportant frontier provinces of major powers. Despite this, the area's importance is greater than its lack of political uh, center of gravity would imply. It has been the home of two major monotheistic religions and remains of crucial importance to the third. One of those religions, Christianity, is the most popular religion in the world. The religious and spiritual significance of the land of Israel has earned it another important moniker, the Holy Land. One of the major questions we will try to answer throughout this podcast is why? What makes this area so unique? Why did so many important ideas and traditions arise there of all places? Is it despite the fact that there hasn't been major power here? Or is it because of the fact that there hasn't been major power in the land of Israel? Considering how important the stakes are, it's a significant oversight that this story hasn't been told in a comparative chronological way. So if I cannot listen to a podcast on this topic, or even, I should say, find a good book on it, I may as well create my own and learn about the history of my homeland in the process. Hopefully, you'll learn something as well. Another quandary we'll often be dealing with in this podcast is geography. We tend to think of the Holy Land as the territory of modern Israel and the Palestinian Authority. However, these boundaries have changed over time. In the early periods, biblical and such, there were no fixed boundaries whatsoever. Later on, some empires had their kind of territorial division, much less fixed than today. And starting in the 20th century, we began to have a modern sense of borders in the area. So we don't really have a clear delineation of what counts as part of the land and what doesn't until late in our history. Parts of modern Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, uh, Sinai were often part of the network of events and sphere of influence of the land in question. I will examine those areas when and if they're relevant. But also, because of the involvement of great powers and empires in our story, sometimes I'll go as far afield as where those empires and great powers make their decisions. So you might hear us talking about Egypt, Mesopotamia, Rome, London, Washington, D.C., the Kremlin. I will take the story wherever it goes. None of these decisions are ideological. Obviously, modern borders are essential. And at least to me, the sovereignty of all Middle Eastern nations should be acknowledged. I only move between region and region and go across borders in order to facilitate the historical narratives. It's not in order to claim any part is um, now politically to be annexed to Israel or anything of that sort. When the boundaries change, we will discuss that fact, recognize that, and also look in depth at the implications. Now, you can't talk about the Middle East at all, and certainly not about the land of Israel, without a discussion on bias. As you can tell, I'm a Jew, and an Israeli one to boot. That means I have a significant amount of skin in the game when it comes to the history of this land. I believe that the Jewish people have a substantial stake in the history and future of the Holy Land. 
what I know of the historical record bears this out. I won't hide these feelings of mine as I make the podcast in any way, shape, or form. But I have no desire to deny the importance of all other cultures with the history. This is a small strip of land with a rich Christian and Muslim heritage. It also has a vibrant future for both of those faiths. In addition, it has housed many other cultures, religions, and movements. Some of them are still around, and others are long gone. All of them have left their mark and are important in understanding the heritage of this place. I'm not here to judge what is more important or concrete. Instead, I hope to tell the rich and varied story of the Holy Land. To do so, I will start long before monotheism and continue through the peaks and valleys of different cultures and civilizations. Of course, the complete picture is too complex for our comprehension, but that doesn't mean we can't try. So what's my approach to telling this story? While the Holy Land is the site of spiritual fascination, I'm a historian and a political scientist by training, not a theologian. That means I first look for facts as the basis of my narrative. I will be looking at a combination of written sources and archaeology. The Bible and the literature associated with it, whether canon or apocrypha, is one such source. But there are plenty of others that can be just as informative. In addition, we have a large body of archaeological findings to rely on. When experts disagree on the interpretation of the data, whether uh, archaeological or in narrative form, I will try to bring the different approaches so that you can judge for yourself. When it comes to the Bible, there are different historical approaches. And of course, everything is very controversial because history is tied up intimately with belief, belief of people from all three monotheistic religions. Now, because of the centrality of the Bible culturally, streams of scholarship are named according to their attitudes towards that text. Some archaeologists and researchers believe the Tanakh, or Old Testament, is an entirely factual test. This group believe that it was either written directly or inspired by God. They researched the era and region with the stated aim of proving the historicity of the text. This group is known as the Maximalists. Countering them are the, you guessed it, Minimalists. They believe the Tanakh is a work of fiction, written by priests and scribes for specific political purposes. The approaches are also rooted in specific times and places. Until the Second World War, the dominant stream sought to confirm the Bible and placed most of its findings in this context. Since the founding of Israel in 1948, there has been a wider variety of approaches. Some seek information unrelated to the Bible, some attempt to be neutral, and some attempt to discredit the biblical texts altogether. Usually, the truth is somewhere in the middle. It's a cliche, but cliches exist for a reason. In my opinion, the Old Testament, or Tanakh, as we call it in Hebrew, is a highly informative text with a great amount of relevant information. However, not every story there is true. Much of it is figurative or symbolic. There is no confirmation for many seemingly historical narratives in there. However, it cannot be dismissed as a historical source. There is no doubt that other documents are quoted verbatim in the Bible, including highly reliable records that are not found elsewhere anymore. 
other documents may prove historically reliable more than the Bible in certain cases. They were written for administrative reasons rather than religious or political ones. Therefore, we can look at the information there as less biased. For example, the Mari archive in Syria and the Amarna archives in Egypt stand out in this regard. I find it beneficial to triangulate the Bible with other sources, but to understand the story of the Bible or the Tanakh, we have to know when it was written and by whom. We also have to keep in mind that it was written before factually accurate history was a formed discipline. Now, the Greeks are considered to be the fathers of modern history, the history that focuses on facts, especially the works of Thucydides around 400 BCE and the works of Herodotus a few decades later. They profess to chronicle facts in a more modern sense. On the other hand, the Hebrew Masoretic text was first collected in its recognizable form in 500 BCE, before most of these advances in historiography. Indeed, we can't be sure what the purpose of the text was. Some books seem like mythology, Genesis, for example. Others are remarkably consistent with our conceptions of history today. The Book of Kings stands out in that regard. In addition, Many of the events chronicled in the text occurred centuries before they were written down, and it's unclear what sources were used. Later versions and texts of the Tanakh were written after the evolution of some of these historiographical methods. For example, the Greek translation of the Tanakh was completed around 300 BCE. The Dead Sea Scrolls were written about two centuries, centuries later. But it's hard to say how much they were guided by these historiographical conceptions that we consider today to be the genesis of modern history. Every text is different in this regard and should be evaluated on its own merits. When we cross the Tanakh with non-biblical texts, interesting things happen. For example, Mesopotamian and Egyptian texts discovered in the 19th century confirmed some biblical elements, but they also refuted others. I, of course, reserve the right to tell you bluntly what I think. This is a podcast after all. No point in having zero controversies. And I'm an Israeli and we're not known for pulling punches. So if any of you are interested in coming with me on a journey from the arrival of the first nomadic bands to the development of the current high-tech hub in modern history, I hope you will consider subscribing to this podcast. I will do my best to make the trip worthwhile. Now for a few technical details. As the saying goes, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. But I plan to release a new episode once every two weeks. Every other Thursday, I plan to have a new episode available for download. I will take a short break only when I complete an era in the history of the Holy Land. I have no idea how long this podcast will take to reach the modern era. However, I firmly believe in the mantra, life's a journey, not a destination. So I plan to take my time and explore the nooks and crannies of the history of this land. We will be looking at hundreds of thousands of years of history, particularly the last 5,000 years. So I plan countless topics and episodes to tackle the magnificent and complicated history of this holiest of lands. So subscribe now. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and join the conversation. See you next time on the History of the Land of Israel podcast.